The year is 2025. President Donald Trump, having reassumed office in a landslide victory the year prior, finds his quest to make America great again being undermined by a nefarious cabal of deep state loyalists, jihadi extremists, liberal academics, radical feminists, and the Clinton Foundation. The president has just received credible intelligence from his top military advisors that this devil's alliance is trying to smuggle a dirty bomb to the port of Long Beach. Mr. President, sir, we have to act quickly if we want to have a chance of stopping this madness. General, you're absolutely, I mean, you're completely right. Look at you, you have all, the uniform looks great. I mean, handsome green uniform. Lots of medals, General. I mean, you're a tremendous guy, I think. Really, I mean, we have to go quick, 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 because it's all about being efficient, it's all about being fast. You know, when I build something, General, we do it, we do it in like record time, record time. And we're gonna go quick, we're gonna have Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez, who, by the way, this is someone that the radical left, the alt-left, as I call them, they wanna get rid of Speedy Gonzalez, and of course, the Frida Bandito, we love him. Pew, 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 we love him, we shoot it up, right? So we're gonna call people DOD, uh, Tier one, we're gonna go get our best operators, our very best operators. Who do we have, General? Yes, sir. We have four SEAL teams in Coronado, prepped and ready to move. SEALs, I mean, listen, General, nobody likes the SEALs more than, I have tremendous respect for the SEALs. We love them, active valor, okay? I watched that, I was on a plane one time, they put on active valor, and I was on so much Valium, General. I mean, this movie is incredible. And we love the SEALs, I think they're great. I think I love the wetsuits, right? These scuba-duba, scuba-scuba-duba. But uh, frankly, I think this, we need someone who's a little more covert, a little more tactical, like a knife through the night ship's passing. We need someone who's, who's on incognito. So who else do we have available, General? Uh, Delta Force then, sir? Delta Force, I mean, these are, General, I love Delta Force. I mean, these guys are tough, tough guys, and there's no doubt I have tremendous respect for Delta Force. I mean, but General, if I could be honest with you, and you're, you're a straight shooter, you're a straight shooter, so I'm gonna be very honest with you, General. Delta Force, if I'm being honest, and I take no pleasure in saying this, but I, General, I have to say it, they're a little gay, okay? I mean, not a lot gay, not a lot gay, not totally gay. But it's sort of like Baron Trump, my son, where you see him, you're like, is he gay? Is he maybe retarded? What's his problem? But, you know, General, I mean, Delta Force, these are, I don't think they have what it takes. I don't think they have what it takes right now. Sir, we don't have time for this. We need to deploy a tier one unit fast. There are millions of American lives at stake. And listen, I mean, I hear this, I hear you say tier one, everyone says tier one, tier one, tier one, bing, 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 I hear it all the time. And it's great, it's great because tier one's great, we love them. But unfortunately, I think for a mission like this, you have people, you said ISIS, you said Taliban coming in with a dirty bomb. I think we have to scramble these guys, I know them, tier zero. They're called tier zero operators. They're the most elite tier. They're the best we have and the best in the world, General. Tier zero, I, I've never heard of this tier. Well, General, I mean, this is something, even you with all those shiny, shiny medals, there's some things that are even above your pay grade. I mean, this is, this is for my eyes only, right? I mean, me and Jared and Ivanka. But we see this and we have these guys, tier zero. I mean, these are shadow warriors, they're phantoms, they are. It's the breeze behind your ear, it's the pebble in your shoe, right? I mean, these people don't even exist. These men, they barely even have fingerprints. They're not even real. And these are the most elite guys. These guys, they have the Punisher skull, right? I mean, they're tremendous. So we're gonna get tier one. That's great, but we're gonna get tier zero. We're gonna go tier zero, I think. The general, you're a funny guy. I think we're gonna go tier zero, so that's great. Tier zero? Who are they? 
Okay, General. Well, unfortunately, I mean, this is a matter of national security, so I think I can breach protocol and declassify. I'm going to declassify it. You know, that's great. Tier Zero. Okay, these guys, we have a team. They're called Task Force Pegasus. They operate out of Ojai, California. We can get them to Point Magoo. We can get them on a C-130, get them airborne. No time, no time. These guys, they are sickos, real sickos. I mean, you have Cameron Atkinson. He's their weapons and tactics officer. Here's a guy, he's got so many perks. FMJ, Akimbo, Bling Pro, Ghost Pro, Ninja Pro, Ninja Pro General. He's got Ninja Pro. And here's a guy who's got a backpack that's full of everything. He's got sniper rounds, grenades, incendiary bombs. I mean, clothes, cologne, axe body spray, sour gummies, laptop, Xbox charger. I mean, this guy, he's a one-man arsenal. He's a walking armory. I mean, this is tremendous, okay? And then we have Ben Cohen, who's their communications officer. I mean, this is a guy, he, he worked with Pete Buttigieg. We have him, he's a numbers guy. He can do, he can make any math work, right? He had some of my money for me, and frankly, he's great at it. I mean, he's a guy, he's a tremendous guy. We, we love Ben Cohen. We actually sent him back in time to kill Bin Laden. I mean, he's a, he's a true tier zero operator. I mean, he's he's like a wraith. I mean, he's he's the, he's the angel of death, I mean, frankly. And he's someone who's ranger school, Fort Baring, Fort Bragg, special forces, jump school. I mean, sniper, marine, scout sniper, over 200 confirmed kills, Ben Cohen. Tough son of a bitch. And then we have, of course, this other guy, Sam Bean, they call him Sam Bean, they call him Callsign Diamondback, Callsign Diamondback, and he's, he's a wild card, okay, this is a guy, someone who's, he's crazy, Jen. I mean, he's nuts, toys in the attic, I mean, bing, 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 here's a guy, he's got tremendous OCD, he's bipolar like you wouldn't believe, but his OCD, if he has to go make a pee-pee, what he does is he washes his hands first, right, scrub a dub doo in between the fingers and the thumbs, and it, but that's not that uncommon, right? But then he goes to take a pee-pee, and he takes his wee-wee, and he balances the wee-wee on top of his gym shorts. And he's always wearing gym shorts because he dresses like a third grader. He's 25, he dresses like he's a third grader. Like he's going to the, the, the tall ships, okay? And he balances the pee-pee, the wee-wee, on top of the gym shorts, and he makes the pee-pee. And you know, in general, it's hard to control your stream like that, and he'll often get it on the floor, and then he'll have to wipe up pee-pee on the floor. He went to all this trouble to clean his hands, and now he's wiping pee-pee on the floor. I mean, talk about counterintuitive. This is someone who's completely insane. I mean, general, this is a guy, the CIA has been running psychological operations through this guy for years. I mean, they say the entire New York Times opinion section is just him under various pseudonyms. So Barry Weiss, he is actually Barry Weiss. He's Brett Stevens. He's, he's Ross Delphin. He's all these guys. I mean, he puts on a Scooby-Doo mask and you look at a photo of Barry Weiss, it's just him. I don't know how he does it. I mean, he puts on women's clothes. I mean, uh, he's... Bing, bang, boom. I mean, Sir General, this, these people are crazy. I mean, they're bloodthirsty, they're psycho. We have Cameron Ben and Sam Bean, Cos and Diamond back. We're going to put them on the C-130 at Point McGill. We're going to send them to Long Beach, bing, bang, boom. Are you with me, General? Are we going to do this? Are we going to save America? Make it great. Uh, all right. Um, sir, we need you to make the call. Give me the red phone. Eight of 500 vote. Save the world. You're listening to the 805 in Revolt podcast, Sigma Grindset for Life. Warning, this can't be classified as manipulation. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. Let's do push-ups together, man. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. Right. <laughs> Even the paparazzi right. be right. Oh, what it do, baby? Forget it, you're a has-been. Everything eviscerated, thrown away. It's my turn. You're not that guy, pal, trust me. You're not that guy.
hello, 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 valued listeners. You are listening to the 805 and Revolt podcast. I'm your host, Ben Cohen. I'm joined with Cameron Atkinson and Sam Bean. What up? Hello, hello. We are happy to have you guys back for another episode. We're here recording in the Cambot spot. It's Sunday evening. We're chilling, vibing, and um, we're just going to hop right into it. And uh, we took a poll on Instagram, got some listener questions, so we're going to hop right in and start answering uh, some questions. Our first question comes from Cody Cray, fan of the show, friend of the show, great shout, guy. Shout out. Shouts out to the guy. Um, he gave us a few questions, so we're going to run through his questions real quick. So the first one of Cody's questions was, you get to bring back only one, Ruben's Burritos or Wendy's? Wow. Uh, I think that's, that's honestly... That's emotional, but it's not... Once a, once you get over the initial kind of drop, it's Ruben's. Yeah, that's a, kind of an easy question. It's you, can, you can go to Ruben's. Ventura and get Wendy's. Yeah. You can relive that. But the Wendy's... What was great about Wendy's was the parking lot. It wasn't the actual food. It was where the parking lot was. It was the geographic locale of Wendy's because it was sort of a... Miramani, Miner's mm-hmm. Oaks. I also, we can get there from downtown quick. The Frosties. Ben and I went to Wendy's before we saw the movie Robots. Remember that, Ben? I don't remember going to Wendy's specifically before the Robots movie, but I do remember going yeah. to see Oh, yeah, I got a spicy chicken sandwich and a Frosty. But Rubens, I mean, what more, what more need to be said? We love Rubens. Tremendous, tremendous stuff. Totally. Uh, I agree with steak, you guys. Steak Hasher. Yeah, Steak Thatcher is legendary. Oh, speaking of Thatchers, Jeep Thatcher cannot be here because, yet again, he is in holding this time. He got stopped in the Azores. Nelly Furtado's home. Shout-outs, promiscuous girl. I would take you home. Um, but he's stuck there right now. Just, you know, the deep states have He's stuck in the customs. Yeah, it's, it's a whole situation. I mean, it's not his fault. Yes. It's international cabal of pedophiles. Um, next back question. To the, back to the question. I have one more thing to say about the Wendy's. The, the architecture of the Wendy's in Miner's Oaks... Um, that like sunroom vibe when it was like yeah. the glass window, like yeah, you know awesome. that little sunroom just was so freaking awesome. Like yeah. it was just and such a they, vibe in there. They still forced you to like go through that little line thing yeah. that they had. Yeah. There was like a part. It was like you're at the fair or something just to get a spicy chicken sandwich. But I will say to Wendy's demerit, how many times did you go through the drive-through and they were like pull pull around? Oh yeah, they yeah. weren't McDonald's. You go there and the food is McDonald's is not as good food as Wendy's. There's, there's no. no exactly. I would eat Wendy's over Ma- McDonald's. McDonald's is way less in quality, I but do like, yeah. the service of McDonald's is so efficient. It's yeah. a machine. It really is. It's a machine. Totally. So Rubens for me though, Cody. That's a Rubens for me as well. Yeah, I think across the board we're all in favor of keeping Rubens. All right, next question. Another one from Cody. Rank your top three Rainbow Bridge Deli case items. Again, rank your top three Rainbow Bridge Deli items. All right, I'll take this first. Uh, I got to go with the mashed potatoes. Plain, simple, good to go. Um, You know, when I was a veg, which is short for vegan, which is short for cool guy whose life is awesome, I would get the lasagna with the cashew cheese. Pretty good, though it will make me fart. Uh, I don't. I like the way they do their kimchi, and I like the couscous salad with garbanzos. So those are my big three: potatoes, couscous, and kimchi. Yas. Yeah, I would. I was gonna say the potatoes definitely smack. Um, I don't really know too much about it. I don't eat there too often, but I did go in there the other day, and I got a homeless guy a turkey sub, like a little sandwich, and like some macaroni salad. Shout outs to doing that. A so GWAT and some chips. So 
That was nice. Yeah, that was a solid thing. I'm going to keep it a buck. I haven't been to Rainbow Bridge and gotten things from the deli in a very, very long time. <laughs> well, you've so, been living out of town, so that, yeah. that checks out. I yeah. feel like I'm in more of a fault. LA, I LA beer right around the block and I'm like, I prefer Erewhon to be honest to Rainbow Bridge so. I like to go to Moby's Mediterranean restaurant and come in the bathroom and you'll catch me at Farmer yeah ooh nah Farmer and the Cook <laughs> Farmer and the Cook um, out at Farmer okay, alright next question next question one more from Cody we're just doing rapid fire from Cody um, fuck Mary kill mystical cynical topa talk 805 in revolt uh, I'll go first Oh, gee, this is a hot seat question. Um, well, if, am I marrying the members of the show or the vibe of the show? Let's say vibe. Just go off the Let's vibe. Let's go vibe, because otherwise it's like it's like brother, husbands, and I'm not Mormon yet, so um, <laughs> that's a yet. Uh, at, DM me. Um, I'm going to go marry Topa Talk for stability, straightforward, hardworking, Above board, you know, likes to have fun, but it's just like you know, cool. That's my wifey. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's what you want to come home to. I'm gonna kill 805 and revolt. <laughs> Too powerful. Yeah, I'm gonna Stop fucking murder it. I'm gonna go put on my isotoners. OJ mindset. <laughs> Sorry, um, he didn't do it though. Uh, well, you know, folks, whatever. It's debatable. I'm gonna kill 805 and revolt. I'm just gonna drown it like a kitten. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and I drink a little vodka, folks, be warned. And um, I'm going to fuck Mystical Cynical in, like, that hate fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't like each other, but there is that tension. No, that just, makes the sex it's, even better. Like, that's like, the, like, almost uh, yeah. like the oh, definition yeah. like of double-cheeked-up action, baby. <laughs> yeah. it's, that, it's that Italian mindset um, of just, like, rage and passion flowing simultaneously like the Tigris and Euphrates River through the... Uh, Desert of our sexuality. But, uh, yeah, I'll fuck Mystical Cynical, like, one time, one night dealio, and then we don't talk about it. It's like it's like the slob. It's the odd couple, right? So that's my three. Ben? Um, I'm going to agree with you that I will marry Topa Talk because, like you said, it's, you know, good vibes above the board, you know, straightforward. You know what you're getting. It's you're, You can be yeah. in it for the long haul and just, you know, know what you're getting buy, in that buy relationship. A house. Buy, yeah, you house buy a house brand. together. Yeah. You can start a 401k, uh, start a family. Queensland Healer puppies. Yeah, there you go. Um, no anal. I'm going to say I'm going to fuck... 805 and Revolt yeah. podcast because you you're know it's come. like you're <laughs> gonna come real hard <laughs> exactly <laughs> warning this could be considered manipulation <laughs> you but, will come in six seconds or less but, by the way that's what sex is supposed to be I don't know what you idiots think you're supposed to come if it takes you over six seconds to come you have a problem with your prostate you need to go to the doctor but like I said about 805 and Revolt it's like in the similar way that you that Sam said he would hate fuck um, mystical cynical, I think like the the, the vibe of eight oh five and revolt podcast would just be like the you know holding a gun to your head while they're like penetrating you and having it's like really insane. But you don't like, it's not like Toba Talk where you don't want to start a family buy a house with them. No, just, no, 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 no. You want eight oh five revolt anywhere in your future, but it's like one night. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun and crazy. It's, totally. cra- it's a story. It's yeah. a story you tell at your bachelorette party or your bachelor party. You're like, this one time at a Denny's in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> you put a gun to my head. I was into it. Totally. And then, I mean, that leaves us with uh, killing mystical... Tier, tier zero. Tier zero, tactical. Put, put the mask on. <laughs> yeah, mask up, no trace. 
take the bullet casings with you. No fingerprints. No fingerprints, no trace. All right, we're doing this one loud and fast. No fingerprints. Wet work. AC-130 is airborne. All right, Cam, your your response. And by the way, yet again, we're just talking vibe of the show. We're not (laughs) talking any actual people involved with the show. So what? Simply vibe. Fuck, Fuck, Mary kill? Fuck, Mary kill. But let's make that vibe. Yeah, it's off of vibe, not the people. It's all vibe. I'd fuck me. (laughs) 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 Um... Topa talk could absolutely get it though. If you yeah. ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad, I'm so sad. Yeah. Um get in there. I'm gonna marry you guys. You guys are my homies. Oh. It's vibe. It's vibe. Vibe? All the vibes straight strictly. Yeah. Okay. Strictly vibes. Strictly vibes. Get in there. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree to take out mystical cynical. No, on no, vibe alone. No, no, we have yeah. a truce. No shade, we no have tea. a truce. We no have a truce. No shade. No, no shade. I'm, I'm fucking Topa Talk. <laughs> I'm whacking Mystical Cynical. No, no tea, no shade. And I'm marrying my boys, 805 and Revolt. And yet again, we were asked this Period. question. So if, if the terms of the treaty, we are technically following them. We're, Imagine just, we're responding we, to a question. Kind of goes back to like frat house. I'm trying vibes. to keep the peace, dude. I'm Otto Van Bismarck, except not German. I, and also, I just want to kill the beef. Yeah. And, and all the hatred yeah, yeah, in between. Yeah. Best, totally. best way to get rid of your enemies, leave them in a shallow grave. Yeah. Sorry, that's like something a guy in a movie I'm writing would say. All right. Next all question. Alright, next question, folks. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Alright. Sorry. What, the last Cody, I am gay. The last Cody Cray question. Debate Persimmon Hill versus Rancho Matilla. Um, Rancho Matilla, crazy Civil War reenactor, Escalade, mail order bride from Belarus. Um, probably tied into some white nationalist underground fucking militia, but really it's just a drinking club of like perverted, weird Anglophiles. <laughs> Persimmon Hill, new money, made money by investing in Microsoft from the Bay Area. Kind of an asshole. You have a hot wife. Your sons go to Thatcher. You drive a sports car. You're cool. Your family's like pretty chill actually, and you're good people, and we respect you and love you. And you're down. You're downtown adjacent, whereas Rancho Matilha is like the evil lair of doom. But no tea, no shade. Yeah, but I ne- I've been, I've I've, I mean, you really, Rancho I've been in, I've been in Rancho like two times, and I felt I was like I'm gonna get murdered and buried, like uh, and I've used had some as good mulch. times at Rancho Inn, dude. No Rancho, not Rancho Inn. Oh, Rancho Matilla, Ran- the, the, the gated oh. community on your way to Lake Casitas. Okay, that creepy okay. place. Fuck. It's creepy. No, it is. It's like lawn jockey vibes. It's like <laughs> yeah. big racist vibes. No, for sure. It's major racist vibes. I mean, you really hit the nail on the head. I, I don't think I need to any. I don't. Persimmon Hill's kind of cool. Like I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'm like, this is enviable. Like this is like good. This is like new money. Like there's there's. Mm-hmm. I respect this. There's like some hustle here. Like this is like, like yeah. Like you like you run a multi level marketing scheme out of fucking Soledad. Like I get this. Like yeah, you're creepy, but like I like it. Like your favorite movie is The Hunt for Red October. You live in Persimmon Hill. <laughs> All right, we'll just leave it at that. Sometimes we'll that. that was great. Great the situation calls for it. Yep. Thank you, Cody. Thanks, Cody, for all those great questions. We really appreciate Four the support. questions. What a guy. What a guy. We appreciate the yeah, hell that. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so next question comes from Instagram user Trillions of Hats. I think that's Eli. Shout out to Eli. Yeah, I I couldn't get an ID, but <laughs> we couldn't get an ID, boss. Ben's fresh on the page. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, Ben, by the way, Ben runs our Instagram, not me anymore. So if you want to get a hold of me, call me. And you you guys, if you listen, you know his email. Yeah. Thanks. Ben, next question. Next question from user Trillions of Hats, Eli McDonald. Best anti-light armor vehicle round. 20 millimeter, 
question mark, 30 by 113 millimeter or 30 by 165 millimeter? Break out the laptop. This is some T0. You're talking about big time ammo here. You want to pierce someone, you want to take someone out. Depends what kind of op you're running. First off, it's all situational. Sometimes you go with a big gun, sometimes you go with a small gun. You're trying to send a message, you're trying to leave no trace. This is tier zero. This is how we operate, baby, in the shadows. Me, Eli, personally, I'm not pierced for nobody's armor. I'm getting them where they sleep. You're not gonna get within an inch of me. I'ma take them out. Knife, no fingerprints. This is me, ghost. SAS tier one operator, but now I'm tier zero, and all I do is write columns for the Huffington Post called I'm making my kid sex positive by exposing him to porn. He's five years old. That's what I do. Psychological operations. Tier 1 operators go to Afghanistan and kill warlords and steal the heroin money. Tier 0 operators write for BuzzFeed and they say, which Disney dad you want to fuck determines your net worth. That's what it is, mate. We do psychological operations online. We don't need to use armor-piercing weapons. We can turn an entire <laughs> civilian population against itself oh with clickbait articles, man. Wake the fuck up, man. You're living in a cage, man. All yeah, right. I mean, like Sam said, we're all Tier 0 operators. We don't have much... Yeah. Uh, like Sam just coherently said... <laughs> we don't have much experience with actual munitions, live ammo. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, ben, 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 explain. Eli, we're not going to answer this fucking question. It's too hard. This is, <laughs> this is for Tier 2 operators. Ben, you describe to Eli the difference between what we do and what he's looking for. I mean, the quickest way you can summarize it is like Tier 1 is like actual fighters, actual soldiers. Yeah. We're just like, like train, si train killers. Yeah. Tier one is train killer. We're psyop warriors. We like <laughs> Sam said. The real war. Yeah, the, we're the we're the first line of defense, the tip <laughs> of the spear in the culture war. Yeah, we're the guys writing um, why Black Widow is the most sex positive Marvel movie for BuzzFeed, <laughs> and then also going on Ben Shapiro's website and writing why why Black Widow is feminist brainwashing. Do you see? <laughs> Do you see that? That's tier zero operators, Eli. So we don't even need to use armor piercing rounds because we're already dead. Our words are our armor piercing yeah. rounds. I've been dead for 25 years, which means I was never alive, which means I don't even exist, okay? Nice, all right, I think that's period. a- Yeah, period. But honestly, if you gotta pierce armor, just fucking, you know, ask the Marines. Yeah, exactly. So Jono1991 asks, do we know each other in real life? We yeah, absolutely yeah. do. We grew up with all these guys. Cameron and I have known each other since we were born. Wait. Do shout we, out to Jono. Do we, yeah, shout out Jono. Shout out Jono. Shout out. Keep Friend grinding. The show. Yeah. Do we know you as in do all of us know who you are no, in real life or do other? we all know each other? No, do we know each other? I thought the question was, do we know, like, he's saying, do we know each other in real life? I think it was like yeah. he was posing the question to the Instagram page, like, do I know you? Do I know you? I think you do, Jono. Um, Cameron I'm, I'm, Atkinson. Sam dude. Bean. That's ben how I, uh, I... We just doxed ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Look me up, dog. Yeah, Sam Bean, downtown Ohio, born in 1996. SPL, um, BWG, Smoking <laughs> Blunts. Yeah, Ful Fulton Street. Skate Park Gang. Fulton Street affiliates. Uh, nice. Shady Money, also. Nice. If you know Shady Money, you know us. If you didn't know. Yeah. Exactly. If you didn't know, two albums Now you know Spotify. that you know us. Yeah. All right. Now, all right, next question. This is our last question from uh, Cassidy Rosenbaum. Shout outs. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate the interaction with the pod. Yeah, it's what it's all about, interaction, man. I think this might be my favorite question uh, that we received. No tea, no shade to everyone else, but I think this is my favorite <laughs> stop question. Stop saying that. All right, I'll stop. That <laughs> no, don't stop now. Don't Did stop. you hear this chair? No, you're good. Okay. Yeah, probably, but it's... You can hear it a little Love bit. Love haters, fuck haters. 
mindset, 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 dude. I just slipped up. No. Dad, I'm sorry. Dear Slim. All right, question. All right. Did I peek? No, you're good. Okay. Cassidy's question. I mean, I peaked at age 18, but I'm just asking you. It was an audio question, folks. I did peak when I was in high school, but that's totally fine. I mean, I'll probably just end up like an alcoholic who hates his family. Anyway, go on, Ben. What's the question? All right. Cassidy's question is... Hey, Sam. Hey, you depressed a little bit? <laughs> but Hey, bud. What's going on? You a little suicidal? Hey, ask the question. All right. Cassidy's question is, rank your favorite Ohio smoke spots. Ooh. I think Cam's got to hit this one first off. Okay. Well, hit it like he hits the bong because he's a marijuana user. DEA, are you listening? All right. I would say Pratt Trail probably takes the cake. If you don't know where that is, you should probably fucking dip. (laughs) That being said, there's plenty of great dead ends in Ohio. There's uh, the dip. Mm -hmm. Again, if you don't know, you should probably dip. And what else, guys? Francis's old house. Yeah, Francis's Fran- old house was a great, great spot. Before school, we could just all meet up there. It was Legendary. kind of a. I want to shout out the entire bike trail, uh, depending on the yeah. hour of the day. You know, ab- <laughs> abandoned homes. You know, when you yeah, see yeah, like yeah. A, someone's a, house sitting, a house you're like, like Come no, like the ones house. that aren't even built yet. Which it's is haunted. Like the wood, you know. Hey, like, a Civil War general killed himself in here. Come over. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a great point, Cam. Like finding a orchards, orchards, orchards. Orchards are great. Um, yeah, like you said. All orchards. All orchards are great smoke spots. All houses Cassidy, that are... Cassidy, you go to the orchards, man. All the houses nature, that... Yeah. Hey, anywhere in folks, nature. Folks, folks. Sleepy Joe Biden here. Couch Rock. You know, you can take the... You got a little ganja, a little weed stuff. Gridley Trails. Now my, nice. my son Hunter, he doesn't smoke green. He smokes crap. Well, you go to the orchard. Folks, you're at the state fair with your dad. You see a guy playing saxophone, you think... There are just some things in life that are worth fighting for. Now, Cassie, I don't know about you, but I never smoked weed in my life. Sleep pill, by <laughs> I take a couple of sleep pills, mash them up, put them in my uh, pudding cup, eat it. And I do that in my slippers. You know? Uh, my favorite smoke spots, Cameron's right, Pratt Trail. Put in a lot of hours there. Oh, yeah. The one-minute spot, specifically. One-minute one spot minute and spot. the two-minute spot. But let's not forget the wall of death. Oh, or, yeah, or the like wall the, the wall spot. of death, the let's cylinders, whatever you want to call those. Farmer's Market parking lot, quick and dirty. Yeah, yeah. or behind like the, 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 what is that one <laughs> bank in Ohio? <laughs> when we were blazing there on Ohio Day. <laughs> you t- that is not a good smoke spot. <laughs> Where? Which one? <laughs> behind that one bank. <laughs> oh, bank oh, behind Bank of America. Bank of America in Ohio. Oh, yeah. We were blazing out of an apple and we were just like, we were big chief and like a sheriff fucking rolls up. And our homie Noah just like throws the apple that we're blazing with like over the cop car, and we're just like, all right. And it was chill. We we made no, it. No, yeah, out. behind near near a bank is not a good place to do anything <laughs> at all. You want to. Well, it was, keep a low it was uh, not the Fourth of July, but it was Ohio. It was Ohio Day. Day. It was Ohio Day yeah. so. Oh, um, Whale Rock. Whale Rock. Mini Cantuits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out. Hey, shout outs. Mini Cantuits on the we Big Island. Wait. A married man, to soon him. to be. Well, he's already married, but yeah. And he's a father, so shout-outs double two times. No. Clap your hands two times. Uh, me and Sam burnt out, honestly, a pretty decent smoke <laughs> spot right behind the park. Yeah, we burnt that out. It was out. like kind of where like sorry, the folks. trolleys kind of park back there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, we like right behind. Like, and Tiernan as well. 
Did he? Well, yeah, we were there. Me and Sam were blazing for quite a while. No, we brought some. We brought some guys who weren't tier zero into the scene, and they didn't know how to operate properly. Yeah. They didn't but put their silencers on right. We left. We left the smoke spot, and there was just a cop parked like right there, watching us all ride our bikes out, looking all baked. And I think we were on our way to Casa de Lago. What was that one place that we would go to um, behind like South Fulton? Oh right, right. Uh, the palm Perry, trees. Palm trees. Palm trees. R.I.P. Palm trees. Yeah. A lot of a you lot guys of probably don't even know about palm trees. It was a, lot, a great spot. I think lot. I had my first sidewalk slammer there with Wingnut. Oh yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Wingnut. Also, under the bridge on Creek Road. Yeah. Mm. Me and Vinny yeah. once got so high there, and we were like, Thatcher, oh. under, under Thatcher Bridge. The Thatcher Bridge is kind of not my favorite because of the memories we have there, like the uh, fucking situation we had with some crazy defense contractors to be at Thatcher and almost getting jumped by the Thatcher lacrosse team. Oh, no, it wasn't the, just the lacrosse team. It was the football stars. Oh, Thatcher football, which is eight-man. It's not real football. Dressed in toga uh, If you want to talk football, you're going to have to talk Nordoff, or you're going to have to shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, if you ain't yeah, a ranger. Totally. Yeah, if you, you ain't a ranger. danger. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Nobody. Sorry. Um, <laughs> where else do I get smoke weed? I mean, in my house. Yeah, yeah that's like, the other spot, just at the I, crib. Cameron's the garage, crib, dude. Yeah, Cambot spot. Um, my house... One time I was smoking weed when I was 15 on the toilet. I mean, the seat was down. I was sitting on it. And my dad was in the other room watching, like, sports. And he's like, what are you doing, smoking weed? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right. That was pretty funny. I was like, that's funny. So my, my, dad, my dad used to steal my weed. Yeah, what I remember you saying that. Cuck shit. mindset. <laughs> Soul Park. Good any guy. of the parks, as long as you keep it low-key, any sure. place in Ohio is a dank place to mm-hmm. blaze. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. You just cannot burn it out. The world is your smoke spot. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yeah, was Ben, good. come in the mic and laugh. <laughs> Organically. <laughs> Let me say it again. The world is your smoke spot. <laughs> all right, is that it? Yeah, those were all of our questions. Again, thank you to all of our fans on Instagram, all of our listeners for uh, in submitting your questions. Uh, it really is a great part of the show that we love hearing uh, from you and talking, you know, interacting with those questions. So oh. next time we record, we'll post on the gram and keep those questions coming, baby. We love them. We appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Thank you. And sorry if you asked one the previous week and we, we got our comms were sabotaged by Russian agents. So it's not really our fault. Look at this desert 4K footage, man. Genius. Yeah, we're on multiple watch lists. Genius mindset. All right, moving on with the show. Um, the Euro 2020 championship game was today between Italy and England. Right, the Lions tried to bring M. <laughs> Football was coming home. Football that's what the, that's home. what all the lads saw. That's what Boris told me, and I bet you when they saw it, from a big thing seeing it coming home, he was going to bang all of that. Football was coming home, and then the ref stole from us. Those dirty Italian bastards took the you game. You know they were on the take from the mafia. Yeah, it was. I was going to say it's mafia. All right, we're yeah. going to actually. So we're going to throw it into the field. In the field. Oh hi. No, we're going to throw it in the field oh to London, England. Beautiful London, England. Jolly old England. Home of our London Bureau Chief, Rory, from North London. Rory, are you are you with us, Rory? Can you hear my voice? I, I can hear you. It's kind of crazy over here, but yeah, it's it's whatever, <laughs> man. Rory, what is the mood like after that crushing loss in penalty kicks? How are you coping? Fucking terrible, mate. It was absolutely horrible. Like, bro, bro. I swear we had the game. We got the a first goal. Two minutes in, well record. The lads fucking did it, mate. We were watching it. We were loving it. We were drinking a pint, getting drinking some Guinness, getting fucking smashed. 
And those fucking, the dirty Zoris, they just fucked it, mate. They totally fucked it. It's complete trash. But Rory, how are you going to get through the night? I'm worried about you, buddy. I'm worried about the people of your great country. What is the moon like on the ground? Absolutely horrible. Everyone's completely distraught. Everyone's completely upset. It's absolutely mad. It's poggers in a horrible way, bro. Rory, you've been a fan of football your entire life, right? It means everything to me, bro. Rory, I know this is a tough moment for you. What do you think going forward? How is this going to affect English society? It's this close to bringing it home. What do you think? How does this tie into leaving the European Union? Where do you go from here as a people? Well, bro, we sacked the entire team, mate. It's fucking <laughs> absolutely mad that they couldn't kick those fucking PKs in. It's fucking. I, I'm gobsmacked, bro. I can't even. I'm in shock. Like I, I don't even know how to act. It's people are burning cars here. People are flipping shit. It's absolutely terrible, mate. All right, Rory, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. I know you got some bangers and mash on. You're going to put beans on toast for whatever reason you do that. Me mom's making me some shepherd's pie tonight to make the loss a little bit easier. So that at least I got that. It'll be a comfort food. Hey, it's me all of it. I'm Rory's good mate. I'm not from the same part of the city as him, but I'm his good mate. Let me tell you something about what the thing is. I saw this geezer coming out of the pub there, right? Order fella, order chip. I got no problem with that. I uh, see what he was wearing on, but you know what colours was he wearing, Roy? He was wearing what colours he was wearing? Red, green and white. And I had, we had a little toss meeting him. I said, listen here, you're going to get flat back wearing that jersey here. This is the jolly old England. I grew up with me maid. She put a spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. You got no problem talking to me. My father's in prison for fucking sucking off a Buckingham Palace guard. You understand? They sent him to Australia and he's raising kangaroos. You got no fucking talk talking to me wearing that fucking night tail bullshit here. Boris Johnson is my president and my Lambo is blue. What do you think Boris uh, is feeling right now? Suicide watch. <laughs> I was so... And folks, Euro champ. I was watching the whole tournament. I, I actually get into uh, soccer, football, when it's international play because there's so much weight and the fans are so crazy. I love it the, is so much I more love emotionally the charged. Cup. It's I really love the World Cup, my favorite shit to watch. It's always during the summer. Reminds me of being a kid. Remember the 2006 World Cup was Zine Zidane the headbutt. That was that was iconic moment. One of my favorite my favorite moment in sports. Mm -hmm. Watched it live in Santa Barbara. That's a Chad based moment. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was Sigma Sigma mind, <laughs> my, literally mindset. Um, love international soccer. Was rooting for North Macedonia in this tournament. They got eliminated in group play. They were the ultimate underdog. I usually make it a point to try to like not you. I was like, all right, this year like I'll go for the Catholic teams. Right, that's. You know, Poland, right? That's Catholic. Like, whoever's, you know, Spain. Um, England, though. I know they are the number one source of derision and mockery across the world. And, and everything made sense for me to root for Italy. I'm Catholic. Czech. They have the best food in the world. Bar none. Italian food is the best food in the world. That's not a debate. Everyone knows that. Everyone fucking knows that. Best food in the world. I love the Sopranos. Okay, I was like, this is check, check, check. I'm rooting for Italy. And then I looked at England. And I was like, right there, these are the fucking guys. The fucking geezers, mate. No matter what, no matter how many intellectual reasons I had to root against England, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I wanted it to come home. Because I wanted, Boris Johnson would have had the best day of his life. He's had a rough, he's had a tough go. 
He almost died from coronavirus. He almost died. Boris Johnson almost died from Trump. coronavirus. Trump, they pumped him with like, like fucking HGH and Captain America formula right away and he was fine. <laughs> Boris Johnson almost died. Like the whole Brexit thing, like they, they needed to win. They needed because, to win. Okay, if Italy loses, what do they do? They turn off their TV sets, they pensively sigh, they pour a glass of wine, the best wine anywhere in the world, Tuscan grapes, no contest. They take a walk. The Mediterranean sun is setting gently over the crystal blue waters. It kisses them. They're hand in hand with their voluptuous lover. They go have a full course meal. They make passionate, animalistic love. They wake up and they do it all over again. They're Italian. They are dressed impeccably the whole time. They're, They're dressed incredibly. Their grooming habits on, you know, on oh point. Oh my Their god. Beards the sexiest men and women in the world. Italians. England loses. These people live in a swamp. A swamp without alligators, without sunshine, and without Cajun food. This is not an American swamp. There's no fan boats in England, folks. There's nothing. It's a, it's a bog. We live in a bog, we do. <laughs> they needed a fucking win. They needed this fucking win. I'm heartbroken for the people the of England. The lads couldn't bring it home, If man. anyone from England is listening, my heart is with you. I, despite everything that should make me hate you, I cannot... I, I love England. Remember what Winston Churchill said. We shall never surrender. And he put beans on his toast. And he smoked cigars in the bathtub. And we're not going to give up. It's coming home at the World Cup. Wow, bold prediction. Bold prediction coming home for the World Cup. Yeah, speaking of international sports competitions, the Olympics are starting. Wait, hold on. Shout out to Italy. Shouts out to Italy. Congratulations on the dub. Yeah. Um, proud of you guys. Caught the dub. Yeah. Got the chip. Chip with a dip. I want my chips um, with a dip. But anyway, speaking of international sporting competitions, the Olympics, the 2020 Olympics that were postponed from, obviously, the year 2020 to 2021, they are now taking place in this next month, uh, beginning in Tokyo. The Tokyo Olympics are beginning. So, um, you know... The Tokyo Olympics are kind of a uh, contentious topic, especially in Japan. Um, the people living there are really against, you know, the Olympics happening there, and they don't want it to happen in their backyard. It's been kind of an ongoing thing. You know, I recently saw a poll of the Japanese populace basically asking, like, do you support the Olympics happening here? Do you not support it? And it was basically like 70% of the Japanese population was like, no, we do not want the Olympics happening here. And I think that kind of has to do with a multitude of reasons. There's a lot of factors that go into Corona. that. Coronavirus yeah. is, is specifically, like their vaccine rollout uh, has been much slower and more methodical than it was here in the U.S. where it was just like, just fucking, just like sending the vaccines out to anyone. Juice them up. I mean, I said, we have Bill Gates, we have vials of his cum, inject that. And Baron, Baron, shut the fuck up. Baron, turn off Baby Einstein. Your daddy's trying to assassinate a terrorist right now. Turn off Baby Einstein. Um, but yeah, so it, you know, it comes down to the vaccine. You know, not you know being uh, at risk for getting COVID by having this international competition when famously at the beginning of lockdown everyone was kind of sent back to their countries of origin. You know, right. separated back and right. you know, travel was uh, not allowed. And now it's like, oh well, you know, because the IOC, the Olympic. Commission needs to make money and put this game well, on, and, and, and also Nike, Gatorade, Adidas. Yeah, everybody. I mean it's a whole Ralph you know. Lauren who makes the uh, when the Parade of Nations they make always the American swag. 
Totally, yeah. I mean, it's a whole, you know, there's tons of different... Minimage share- Orange Juice needs to put a gymnast on that bottle, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's tons of shareholders that have vested interest in these games going forward. And yeah. also, you know, a lot of the um, the people that work the events, it's mostly volunteer labor. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly I, did, vo- I didn't know that. Yeah, it's basically the, the people, you know, it's like there's the organizing committee, there's, there's the, the higher-ups. The guys who are always in the shirt. Yeah, but then there's the actual... Yeah. F- feet on the ground, people, right. you know, the ushers, the people sending the people, you know, to where they need to be, participating in it. Those are all volunteers. And basically there was a, a movement that the people that were going to be volunteering for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, they were basically like, well, can you compensate us? Can you pay for us for this? And they basically calculated out, you know, the amount of free work that the, the Olympic Olympics were getting. And it's like in the millions of dollars and it's just like you know layers and layers of exploitation and unnecessary shit happening and you know it's just kind of like yeah. well it's happening it's going forward you know we're, we're doing it but we got to prove that we're the best in the world dude i mean the olympics are weird i don't know i i prefer the winter olympics i'm being honest with you because i have no connection like i ran track in high school i did water polo so when i see it being played at that level it makes me feel like uh, less than a human being when i see like these gods these freaks of nature like rewriting the laws of physics in the water yeah and i was like <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's like it's like heartbreaking but a uh, winter olympics it's like bobsled and curling it's like fun stuff i have no connection with so i can watch it and just be like oh yeah do the fucking thing like people just jump like yeah, yeah. The, the giant slalom the giant slalom <laughs> yeah they're just flying in the air it's, it's just like, fun because you never see that stuff anywhere except for those four every four years right? ice dancing too i love ice and then dancing. like the guys that go like long distance i think my favorite shoot yeah the biathlon is such like, an awesome is, event so like that's bizarre. such a you know nordic Northern European idea. Yeah, yeah, just like, we can um, ski and then shoot. With these Olympics, I don't know, man. There's, like, no spectators, right? So that's going to be different. Um, and that's the whole thing, is people from all over the world can go. It's interesting. Well, I think there is, though. I think there... I heard no spectators. Oh, I don't know. On 99.9 K-Tide last night. Oh, okay, never mind. But I don't know. Uh, Brad Jacobs, the K-Tide radio DJ, is going to be announcing the surf the surf competition. Surfing is in now, and yes. so is skateboarding, skateboarding, which is, like, yeah. those two things are officially burnt out. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Well, it's also You're officially that, no longer cool or against the grain if you skate, so don't fucking act like it. you're just a football player. In fact, you're probably more against the grain if you play football. This sort of paragram shift of like surfing and skating, that's just the new jock. And playing football is the new cool bad boy. Just saying it's a fact. Look it up. Period. 90% of all men are gay. Look it up. Ninety percent of men also eat a lot of pussy, so like it, it makes sense. There's a, I mean, listen, I've been trying. There's that to, weird ten percent that's. I've just been not trying. Down. I've said light the fires, light the beacons of Gondor. We have to get a message out. And speaking of lighting the beacons, you know, torch running. You run the torch, bing, 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 bing. You run the torch down. You know who started that, right? Hitler, right? Nineteen thirty-eight, Berlin Olympics. I'm serious. The modern Olympics, as we know that, obviously, it's been around since antiquity, ancient Greece. Shout-outs to Greece and the Greek people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shout-outs the Hellenic heart pumps with the blood of heroes. We love you, Greece. We want to do a Greek tour. We want to go island hopping in Greece. That would be a lot of fun. But what I'm saying is the modern Olympics are the foundation of the spectacle and the torch running and, and the creating giant stadiums out of nothing. Hitler was really the first guy in 38 when he had just risen to power and was trying to get Germany back as the biggest, baddest motherfucker in Europe. He's like, we're going to do it big. So that's when all this sort of new, the modern Olympic ceremony and pageantry, it was a lot of it was birthed out of fascist uh, iconography. Mm. So kind of sus. IOC is basically just a bunch of criminals. Yeah. 
Well, and it's also you look back at like the the viewpoints of like the people who started the Olympic, the modern Olympics, in the same way that you were talking about. It's like, you know, it's like through a, a colonialist lens of like the you know the the white guys being like, oh well, the African nations will be able to like model themselves and like try to participate and compete at our level, but they won't. But it'll give them something to strive towards, and right. that was totally the mindset. You know, mindset. When, yeah, <laughs> absolute mindset. But not all uh, mindsets are good. No, exactly. But, That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's like, it's just very bizarre. I don't. I actually don't like. I used to like the Olympics, but now it's like everyone pretends to care about fucking beach volleyball. And then like it's like when I was like swimming a lot at the pool, like like every day, like in high school, and then the, like five years after high school, I don't do it anymore. But like after the Olympics, there would always be like a two month period where a bunch of just annoying people were trying to swim. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? A bunch of casuals who were like, oh shit, dude, the fuck? Is this the fuck? Oh yeah, dude. It's just like, you don't care about this shit. Go away. <laughs> you know, it's like everyone pretends to care. We love gymnastics. No, we don't. It's a, it's incredible. Simone Biles. Yeah, honestly, Simone Biles. Shout out to Simone Biles, Catholic queen. Um, but it's like, you know, she's like an all time legend. Like, they're like some of the defying, top athletes in the defying world. Defying gravity opinion. and like life itself, but it's like, let's not all pretend that this is something we watch year round. You know, I, I don't yeah. know. That, there's that weird impulse that happens every four years. But isn't it coming to LA in 2028? Yeah, 2028, the, the Olympics will be happening in Los Angeles. And city of big dreams. City of big dreams, the city of angels, and I am predicting that it's going to be a complete shit show. I think it's going to be really bad for the city yep. on many different levels um first off it's like the amount of money and energy expended in you know preparing the city f- to you know have all these people this massive influx of people from around the world spectators and you know participants and you know, uh, also you know volunteers and stuff so it's like you got to prepare for that which, you know, in turn will displace a lot of people living in the street, homeless or non-homeless, just, be, you know, just well, yeah, displaces. building a massive, like, stadium. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like the, you know, the amount of taxpayer dollars that will be funneled into building these massive projects. Oh, it's already idiotic. The fucking SoFi Stadium is already well, even, you know, monstrous. I mean, yeah, you talk about SoFi Stadium. It was like the, the labor that went into that. It was like there was, you know, a handful of people that died you know, falling off of the top of the the SoFi Stadium when they were building it. It's like, well, if there's building more of these stadiums, more of these facilities, like... Traffic, which I know it sounds like... How do you... Traffic isn't just a minor inconvenience. It fucking rots people's mental health away. It does. And how how do you guys feel about, like, maybe in the future, all of the countries come together and find a permanent spot to hold the Olympics, so yes. it wasn't such a, more of a constant burden land. on where it's like Switzerland. They have what? How many years? Switzerland. They, have, they like, have all kinds of terrain, and they're neutral. And it's like, mm. and it's just like, I just feel like maybe in the future it would just be like, and almost be like more of like a ritual. It's like, oh, we go yeah, here, yeah. It's like and we neutral territory. It's like a like, Super Bowl. You can like, yeah, that or like you. The Super Bowl. That's actually the exact opposite because they play that. It It changes every once in a while, but like what I'm saying (laughs) is like you can can look at the world and say this is the perfect temperature for this Olympics here, and like it could be in two spots. Like one could be in a snowy spot. Yeah, yeah. Build a dome there, and that's where you go, and it's neutral. And then one. Well, you could do it all in Switzerland because it snows, but then in summer it's like temperate. You technically could. Switzerland, are you listening? And and like 
that would set them off even more than they, they already are. Swiss love making money. That's yeah. what they're all about. Money Literally, and chocolate, they're, dude. They're they, on, baby. They're like, oh, we'll launder this uh, Nazi money. Oh, we'll take this stolen treasure and we'll just put it right here. Oh, would you like some chocolate? I mean, Switzerland, are you listening to us, folks? Make money. Yeah. Make money, get money, fuck money, become, what is it? Grind um, set. Grind set, mindset. Single male. Uh, what? Russell said. What's Russell? Like hustle, but grind oh and Russell. Like hustle and grind. It's because Russell. Russell mindset. Russell mindset. What up, what up, Russell? Ah, what up? Ah. But Fire. anyway, you know, back to the Olympics, it's like also one more aspect of, uh, you know, that feeds into like the displacement that we were just talking about. It's also like the already massively bloated, you know, police budget in Los Angeles will, you know, Again, you know, do you really rise think, up. Wait, hold on. This, do you really think the police budget in LA is excessive, or do you think it's just being spent in the wrong places and like going to like I bu- think bullshit, bullshit future technology that they don't need, and not going to like a comprehensive, like strict training regimen and like hardcore screening process? Because policing a city of that size does take a lot of money. Well, you're right. That's an interesting point, but I also think you I know, just think I think it's that, not the whole picture just to look at the number of the budget. I think it also really is revealing to look at the ratio and like the percentages ratio ratioed but like <laughs> to look at like okay this is what the budget the police budget is and then this is what the re- where the rest of the money for these other different categories of things is going yeah and it's like when you look at it in the in those terms it's like yes you know it's a massive department it's a massive you know public utility or what you know that's debatable or whatever but it's a massive no, I thing mean, it absolutely is but I, I think when you compare it to how the money is being spent in the rest of the city and the rest of the facilities, the rest of, you know, it's like... Yeah, I mean, I'm not an Angelino. I mean, you lived there. You lived there for a while, but... Yeah, it's just a fucking hyper-violent, well, hyper psychotic place. Well, so that number like you also is You do need like, some police. No, that's, that's a fair point. But also, it's like that number for the LAPD doesn't include the LASD. That's a whole different budget oh, yeah. and a whole well, different thing. LA Sheriff's Department is one of the most corrupt organizations anywhere in the world. Yeah. And they're basically just the biggest gang on the streets. And yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. Whatever. The whole defund discussion is a separate thing. We can do it on, yeah. on the later later episode, but I just think there's a lot, I mean, of, a lot of oversight. But yeah, they're going to pump a bunch of money into it for like anti-terrorism training. Because yeah. an Olympics event is a target for terror. Yeah. I mean, what happened in Munich say. in the yeah. 70s with um, Black September organization, like, murdering all the Israeli athletes. So, I totally. mean, it's interesting because at Tokyo, the, the big concern is coronavirus, like, having a super outbreak, right? Mm-hmm. And in Tom Clancy's groundbreaking novel, Rainbow Six, the plot revolves around the Sydney Olympics, and an eco-terrorist group tries to smuggle in a bioweapon and spread it through the air conditioners of the, oh, Olympi- wow. of the Olympic Village. Whoa. And start an outbreak because then all the people go back to their own countries. You know that's the idea is to wipe out the human race and nature will like overtake. The, well, that's anyways. It's just kind of weird. So we need to get some some teams on the ground. Some tier, yeah, tier, tier zero. We gotta get tier zero up there. Boots on the ground. Boots. That we need. Who's up? Who can we calm up? I mean, no, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, and it's also you look. I mean, LA has hosted the Olympics uh, a couple times 92, before. Ninety two, right? It was. I think it was eighty four. Um, no, but ninety two. Quick Google check. 1992. OJ didn't. No, wait. That was the riots. Yeah, 92 was the riots. That's because we were um, LA 82. I must think of big years of LA. Oh, no, it was LA 84. Who hosted the 92 games? Can we pull that up? Excuse me. Ta- technical. Can okay. we get that? Can we get that on screen? I'm looking. I'm looking. We're getting it on monitor. This is command center. This is Big Bird. We are looking for a screen. We're looking for data. Can we pull that up on the right monitor? 
Who, who am I talking to? Let's it was get... in Barcelona. It was in Barcelona. Barcelona. In Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> oh, that's that's the dream team. Yeah. So I, I don't know why I think that's LA. But you know when you we were. We, we, oh wait, hold on. Who? What's your favorite Olympic logo of all time? Mine is the Calgary Games. Look it up, folks. Calgary Olympic logo. Sorry, Ben, go. I couldn't even say. I mean... Beijing had a banging logo. To Beijing, me. Speaking I, of logos, Beijing is like, one that I do remember, honestly. Yes. Oh, my God. They, they put on a show. They put yeah. on a, an yeah, incredible cool. show. But speaking of, like, um, Olympic logos and, like, Olympic branding, like, in the lead-up to the 2028 Olympics, like, the, the LA Foundation is already, you know, do it, you know, pumping money into the stream and like you know there's tons of artists that they're commissioning to create artwork and in a really trendy stylish way they've commissioned kim kardashian west to make a line of skims for the olympic athletes what? like it's are you like serious? are you no, serious that's 100 percent true Ooh, yeah so get that bread queen yeah shout yes, out queen. but anyway so you know but back to the point of like um the you know when LA had it in 84 that led you know that was a huge moment for the LAPD and like the police in the city to step up their interaction and enforcement which then ra- you know led to raising tensions in the in the city which then you know res- what didn't directly wasn't directly a result of you know the Rodney King riots and stuff but you know it was part of that story and part of that lineage so we right. could maybe see something similar. You know, yeah, it's crazy. In 2028. OJ was a torch runner in '84. Mm. OJ Simpson. This before he fell from grace. This is back when he was like a big sportscaster after his football career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it could be gnarly. I mean, I mean, remember in uh, in Sochi 2014, the Winter Olympics in Russia? There was yeah. a story with all the street dogs getting uh, wiped out, like sterilized, because mm. there's like a big, I guess, a yeah. big street dog population there. It's in like Western Russia. I don't know. Um, and I'm not trying to be crass, or this isn't a joke. Like, I mean, the way the homeless population of LA is already treated is like insane. Yeah, mm. totally. I think that's and it's like concern. like they're putting those big things under freeways, like big boulders, so no yeah. one can sleep. I mean, just like completely psychotic. Um, I think there's a real potential we could see like mass murder. Yeah, and it, mass I mean, it would be. Ca- I mean, that's the same thing, right? For sure. But I mean, if you, where, where are they going to go? The desert? They're going to probably arrest in, them yeah, and put them in jail. Put them in jail, jail and you can, that's, that's a great place to die. Robo. Yeah, that's I mean, what they would do to Robo and all the park pools. When, yeah, it's just it's just cruel. When like, yeah. they would have festivals in town, they would just go round up all the park people and yeah. send them to jail. Sanitize the image for all the fucking psychos yeah, from out of exactly. town to drink their fucking giant lemonade bongs and eat fucking kettle corn, stuff their fucking faces. And they're just like, have people, yeah, the whole thing is gross. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think things are ramping up with the police and totally. the homeless crisis. Like, they're not going to solve it, and they'll, they will start killing people. And I'm not talking about by, oh, well, this situation. I'm talking about just straight up executing people. This is something we need to have our fucking eyes on the prize because uh, America's falling apart, and the technocratic sociopaths who are running things have no qualms about it wiping out people. I was, went to the DMV recently to renew my driver's license. This real ID thing? It's crazy. What do you do if you don't have proof of address if you're homeless? You, you don't have a real ID, then you're not real. Yeah. You're not real. You're not a person. Where's your, where's your paperwork? Oh, you don't have it? Well, we're gonna have to you have to go to this FEMA camp in Antelope Valley. Mm. I'm just saying, dude, I'm not trying to be Alex <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I have the document here. I have George Soros' little black book. Um I'm just saying, dude. Ben, you have Epstein's black book, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, on PDF? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I have it on my Kindle, <laughs> on actually. Kindle. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's little black book is read by Sean Connery. <laughs> that night we went back to the island. Um, oh my god! 
on the New Mexico baby ranch and my semen frozen in the basement. Um, no, I don't know. I'm, dude, it's, you're right. This play, I mean, this is going to be psycho. Yeah. It's psycho wherever it Tokyo is. Tokyo does, I mean, I'm sure Tokyo has like some homeless people, but. Nowhere near. No, them. not yeah. even. I mean, they have like social welfare and like yeah. are a like responsible, like well organized society. Yeah. And it's rough for them. What's it going to be like for the most chaotic city in America, Los Angeles? Facts. Probably a nightmare. Absolutely a nightmare. All right, Ben, what else is uh, moving on from the world of international sports? Oh, um, basketball. Oh, yeah, I mean... This ties into the Olympics? It, was, it wasn't a qualifying match, but it was a, like exhibition, to say. And it was a very close game. Say who be- was playing. Between Nigeria and the United States team. I do think in the future, like, I think it was a very important loss. I think sometimes great teams need a a significant loss. And even though, it's like, that wasn't too significant, it's, like, it's huge. It's, like, a huge wake-up call that, like, it's Pop. Uh, Greg Popovich is the coach this year for the, the U.S. team. Mm. Pretty classic. Great man. Um, there was just like a video that just went out of like all the coaches running uh, wind sprints because they messed up apparently, so all the coaches had to start running sprints. I thought that shit was kind of funny, but I do I do think that you know considering the team that the U.S. has right now, Bradley Beal. It's right? Bradley Beal. Like He's I'm, great. I'm off the off. I want off him the to dome. get a medal, man. Yeah. Off, okay, yeah. you know what uh, Greg Popovich just said about him? What he said he's. He's from St. Louis. I I don't think he was necessarily talking about body type. I think he was talking about his skin. Like he's got thick skin. There's not there's not a lot that will get get under that man's skin. You know what I mean? Like he can take the pressure, take any type of heat that is thrown his way. Yeah, he's a great player. But yeah, it's like it's Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Kevin Durant, um, Kevin Love. Jason okay. Tatum. Jason Tatum. Well, they should win gold. There's uh, no way. Yeah. There's no excuse. Totally. Green. What's his name? Draymond, Draymond Green. Oh, they got, who's gonna beat them? But I mean, you also Serbia is nice. good, dude. Yeah. Let me say, Serbia and beat Slovenia. us. Slovenia. Slovenia with Luka Doncic in Slovenia. It's gonna be trouble. Honestly, I. I it's like. Shout out you know, Slovenia. And the Olympic <laughs> rules is a lot different. You know, the three point line is a, I think like two feet. Shorter or a few? Oh, well, that's yeah, good. So it's, it's like a good closer. for yeah, shooters. So, so right? like, line is shorter. like the first game that just happened, like you could see like Damian Lillard, who's on the team as well. Like, dude, they have to win. He was pulling <laughs> up from the three point line, and like that was like too close for him. Like, and he's somebody who literally will shoot from the logo on an NBA court. Yeah, it's, it's logo Lillard. Baby. You know what I mean? So like he had to ben, back. Ben. He had to back it up. What time is it? It's Dame time. <laughs> Better check that wrist. Galaxy boy, bitch. He had and then Kevin Durant looked like he was very dominant against those players, but they were a lot smaller and quicker, you know? Yeah. I well, do think that's like the America's disadvantage is they just have all these huge athletic freaks who are used to a certain it's more gameplay. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, that, it's individual, like that fundamental aspect of these other players come in hot, you know. Yeah. And they're, well, they're used to throwing up all the oops or, you know, ISO situations where it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like I'm taking this, like, especially someone like Kevin Durant or like Damian Lillard, where it's like, I just, you know, you keep everybody away from me. I'm gonna handle the guy in front of me and pull up in his face type situation, as where Nigeria was 
passing. Like, Zach Levine got his ankles broke hard. Yeah. Like, he was out of the game for a few minutes, and, like, I, everyone was like, uh-oh, like, the Olympics haven't even started yet. And, like, this guy caught a pass, pump faked, moved to the left, and Zach Levine bit so hard and just, it was it, you know, so... I think it was a learning lesson for them. Yeah, I think they'll come will, out uh, way more aggressive next game, and they'll keep that same mindset. Mindset. Pure mindset. Well, we'll wish them good fortune in their uh, endeavors going forward, and hopefully they can bring gold home. Because who's going to beat Damian Lillard? Who, Spain? Come on, get out of here. All right. Uh, Doncic? Yeah, maybe Slovenia. Slovenia. Um, so the next item on our docket... Um, if you don't know, there's been some whispers of it on the Instagram page, in group chats. We do have a Discord channel with the show, uh, the contributors, the t- all Tier 0 operators are uh, insignia patched up. There's some Tier 1 operators. Time to earn the patch, kid. So if, you're list- if you've made it this far into the episode and are still listening and are interested in joining the Discord, please... Message our Instagram page, request access, and uh, we will, you know, give you the keys. Yeah, it's Ben set this whole thing up. It's like this crazy app. I didn't know about it. We like we have chats. We have different channels to chat. There's a voice chat that I'm probably gonna hop on once people start coming in there and just give little impromptu TED talks and. You can play music, and I can be like, oh, check this song out, guys. Cool song. I'm a cool guy. Yeah, like, do you, have you guys ever heard of Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, do you guys like uh, a little song called California Kids? Then you know, I'm a little cool guy who's insane in the truck. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Speaking of the Discord, one of the uh, one of the focuses of the meme chat, uh, the meme channel. Oh, and by the way, memes I can't, I'm the meme guy, right? And the memes I can't put on Instagram, I put on Discord. So if Or you want, Twitter. Yeah. Or- Oh, follow me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. But Discord is, is Ben has really steered us in a crazy. We're looking to the future. Twitter's the fucking past. Totally. We're tier zero. Very 2014, Twitter is. Yes. Discord is 2025. Yeah. So, anyway, but speaking of Discord, <laughs> one of the main uh, focuses we were, you know, spamming on the Discord was um, different. Punisher. Yeah, just different versions of the Punisher School. It feels, uh, it feels like there's like a million versions of the Punisher School the available Texas online. School. There's some really great ones, but you know that got me thinking. Like, we should kind of do a little deep dive on the Punisher School, the history, kind of do some anal- analyzing, analyzing. Uh, <laughs> get that ass <laughs> hole. Yeah. Dub em. Dub em. But anyway, I mean, pretty much everyone. Oh, I know what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, when, when we were walking home from Nordoff in freshman year, <laughs> yeah, and dude. there was this fucking like Dodge Literally, Charger yeah. ripping down the 33, and then like two sheriffs were following him with their lights and sirens, and Ben was like, Yeah, you get that ass. Losing hole, like that, that guy's an this. asshole for speeding. I'm like, nah, it's not what you said. Yeah, yeah. Get that ass, hole. <laughs> get that ass. <laughs> get that ass. But uh, uh, Punisher School is speaking of police. It's popular amongst police, right? Exactly. You see the wanted, Blue Lives Matter variant. But kind of going yeah. into the backstory of the history, I mean, there's a lot of a lot has been made in its like lineage from. Uh, Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> a lot has been made from its lineage of, um, oh, you know, wow. from World War One iconography, from German iconography, the Totenkampf, which is like the skull and crossbones. But, I mean, that just goes... People have used skull and crossbones uh, as an insignia, as a way to intimidate their foes for, 
you know, hundreds of years. Pirates. Pirates. Pirates yeah. Jolly Roger. But, I and, mean, it's really that... gets its, it really gets its start, you know, obviously in the first Punisher, the per first appearance of Punisher in any comic book was Amazing Spider-Man 174 in... 1970, I think April of 1970. I did a little Damn, research that was a the show. nugget. <laughs> but anyway, it really, you know, there's tons of different iterations of the skull. It kind of had different looks, but the the look that we all know at this point appeared in uh, the Mo Punisher movie that came out in 2004 with John Travolta. Yeah, with John Travolta, and then shout so, out to Church of Scientology. So then, where it really starts getting picked up as a cultural insignia, cultural signifier, um, uh, was by the Navy SEALs and by a tier little one tier operator. one operators by uh, a guy you might know of named Chris Kyle, an American sniper. American sniper, and I'm just gonna read a quote from his book, American Sniper. By Chris Kyle. By Chris Kyle. A movie by the same name had just come out, The Punisher. The Punisher wore a shirt with a stylized white skull. Our comms guy suggested it before the deployment. We all thought what The Punisher did was cool. He righted wrongs. He killed bad guys. He made wrongdoers fear him. So the Navy, Chris Kyle's Navy SEAL unit was kind of the first um, military unit to adopt the Punisher skull, and they would spray paint it on their body armor, on their helmets, they would spray paint it on their vehicles, and eventually they would even spray paint it and put it on um, targets of theirs, like people living in villages, people they thought that were informants or you know communicating with uh, their enemies, their combatants, to as an intimidation tactic. They would even put it on buildings that they had destroyed, and it quickly it's like spread. Branding. Yeah, it's like branding, and it really quickly spread through not just American military. You know, there was uh, an instance of the Finnish military. You know, units in the Finnish military adopting it, but then rightfully so the, the police Finnish, officers as well. Yeah, but that really came later. I mean, it was like at the time, like. So the Finns, the Finns were like, "Oh, look at what these Americans are doing." Yeah, we like it, and then the government was like, "No, this is fucked up." Because Finland can't use is like it. probably the best run country in the world. It's like very nice. Yeah, but I mean, so from the military, ad military's adoption, it quickly spread. This to, is during the war in Iraq, right? Yeah, like the early years of the war in Iraq, yeah. like a year into the war, mm -hmm. like the beginning of the insurgency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's totally. terrifying. I mean, that's a terrifying. I mean, the entire war was like a, a horrifying nightmare like a modern atrocity but that chapter in particular like when the government had fallen but there's still like a bathist elements and military guys calling shots on the streets and then like the the melting of Saddamist forces into like with jihadists and the creation of basically this still an ongoing like failed failed state of just like unrequented human horror and just like suffering and that our government perpetrated a lot of a lot of the most brutal stuff i mean the navy seals as much as they've been valorized, and of course, what they do is incredible. I mean, the physical strength it takes to do all that stuff is, and there's a reason why people look. They're like, this is really cool, and it. I mean, it, it is cool to like jump out of a plane into the ocean and like swim ten miles, and you know, whatever. But what they did during Iraq, what they continue to do in the Middle East, I mean, there's a lot of very well documented evidence, most of it by foreign journalists, because you know, of like mass murder. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like, like Chris Kyle himself was like a, kind of a psycho. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole thing where he like said during Hurricane Katrina he went on top of the Superdome and was shooting people. Remember that? In his book? Remember. He said that in his book and then it's like, is he lying? Is he... Jesse Ventura sued him because in his book he also said he knocked out Jesse Ventura at a bar in San Diego and like slandered him and Jesse Ventura sued him and like won the lawsuit. So Shout out to Jesse Ventura. But yeah, the lawsuit he won after Chris Kyle was killed at a firing range in Texas. Very gnarly life story, that yeah. guy. But 
Yeah, it's a gnarly symbol, dude. It's yeah, like, it's that, like I'm mean, gonna kill you. Yeah, like, exactly. You, you see, it's like horrifying. It is. I mean, it's it, it goes back. I mean, the connection between like the Nazi iconography, the Totenkampf, and the German iconography, the the link isn't really there, but the usage is the same. It's because you're using it Fascist. to intimidate and scare. Right. Well, and the German skull and crossbones. I mean, like everything else Hitler did, it was like it was that wasn't an, that wasn't no, original. Wasn't a, that was derived yeah. from like Prussian yeah, cavalry exactly. in the exactly. 1800s, the Death's Head Hussars, yeah. who put actual skulls on their fucking hats. Yeah, but I mean, but then the adoption of the of the symbol by um, police units and police forces across the United That's States. That's the most troubling is the link yeah. between our military and our police, which I mean, are functionally two very different things. Ideally, yeah, right. The military kills people. The police mm-hmm. like. Maintain like peace and law and order. They're not like, supposed to. They're not kill supposed people. to kill people. They're, they're, yeah, they're supposed, they're not to, supposed like, to want to intimidate you. And I mean that's like why they're you. on the news when they do because it's like one, this is not their job to murder humans. It's like, no, it's their job to prevent murder. There's a reason mm-hmm. why we and to have solve a court them. system. It's like right. they have the right yeah. to at least do that. It's like it's just it's it's honestly kind of absurd that people are in that position. That quote unquote feel uncomfortable or you know felt it's like yeah of course you're in a oh, situation when, when policemen are like I, yeah. I feared for my life yeah, so like, i unloaded course. my entire clip into the into the house before knocking and then yeah. i reloaded <laughs> and sent a couple more yeah and, and then you know. i called my friends and then we killed the guy's whole family and then framed him it's just it's like like oh, it goes oh, back to the whole sense. the funding thing it's like and how long it takes to you know become a police officer it's like it's kind of tragic the screening process i think yeah the root of that is the screening process yeah. it's not just training it's like who are you letting in yeah. to training to begin with like, some of these guys yikes like if i want to be a cop you better turn me the and fuck like, away and that goes <laughs> to who, nope. who is in charge of these screening. no probably not they'd be like you hell know? yeah yeah <laughs> and, and detective that, beam it, it puts advice. a lot of heat on everybody because it's like it's not just who are they? It's like the people who are hiring these people mm-hmm. are at fault now too. I'd, like, be a good, but, I'd be a good hostage negotiator. Totally. But like getting back to the usage, the usage of the symbol. But like getting back to the usage of the symbol, like it's really interesting that it the the Punisher symbol comes from the Marvel universe, and in the past, you know, 10, 15 years, the Marvel Disney world is like right. it kind of goes into totally, totally. the total like you know monopolization of cultural capital the monopolization yeah. on like cultural production that this one company disney has yeah. on the world and it's like you know it's like it's interesting that this fascistic symbol is derived from a superhero you know series a, a murdering superhero yeah it's not like they have the superman s or yeah. even the yeah, bat exactly symbol. it's like and it's Batman, a revenge very like revenge he's like ridden, a, he's like a ptsd adult like yeah. in the original like Vietnam vet yeah, who like exactly. the mob killed his family so he like murders everyone in New York but it just go, I mean it's just like an interesting Tortures dichotomy them, of like, like it's not, like yeah. not just kills like takes them back and the cops who are used, I'm not away. I'm not to a this is kind of a generalization but the use of the symbol it's like these cops are aspiring to be like the judge jury and executioner extrajudicial you know warrior that mm. is not how the system is supposed to work or like participate and then on the flip side like you have like the captain marvel girl boss you know fighter pilot carpet bombing like yeah, cities and that shit. was wild those commercials yeah when that movie came out yeah yeah it's it's weird dude marvel is horrifying yeah like the subtext of all those films is like really dark 
Totally. And I've heard a lot of the actors are super fucking over it, too. Yeah. Well, they're, they're just Disney. They're just, like, they're just human Disney action cats, figures yeah. now. Like, yeah. Disney just has your soul. Mm-hmm. It's over. And it's like, you're, adult, you're, it's like those are Thor. all people who <laughs> certainly love to make money. It's like, that's why they're doing it. Not only are they great at acting, but it's like, they love that paycheck and they're willing to Some take, of them are great at acting. take those. Yeah, I mean, it's what is acting when half of it's in front of a fucking green screen? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, this is odd now. It's like, I, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, like we miss those old movies where it was like solid filming with real backgrounds, you know. Well, it's, it's like it comes down to point of view and it comes down to worldview and it's like a lot of the times these older films are made yeah. by one director who has a specific worldview, a specific world that they want to depict and yeah, a, a exactly. vision. They have a vision. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now a lot of these films, it's like totally human algorithm focus group means tested into existence where it's like, okay, how can we appeal to the broadest base of people and how can we get as many, yeah. many people had to have their butts in the seats and vaguely enjoy their time and watching this the time movie they don't, yeah, even, they don't enjoy even enjoy it, it. yeah no. like they're like they're stoked for it like we don't even lie like we all kind of get stoked for it but at this point we know what we're how doing. it's been and yeah. it's been pretty no, dude, fucking disappointing can, can anyone out there remember what the fuck happens in these marvel movies i kind of they're so long that purple, you kind of black out purple man bad and like <laughs> i'm not the biggest <laughs> comic head they don't but, leave any residue so on your soul i don't 100 know if they're going a hundred percent on like what comics okay. are happening, like you know what I mean, like or they're just completely writing their own story and creating certain worlds that, like I know they stay on the basis of the original things, but like it just seems like they they do too much and shit. It's like weird barney. because it's like too much. It's like too much. It's like they're doing too much, but they're also doing too little because it's like there's, yeah, there's so much eye candy. Enough. There's so much visual stimulus there's so much shit happening in front of you but then at the end of the day like what actually of oh, no of like you know s- you know soul enriching yeah. understanding did you gain or like what new idea yeah. were you exposed to or worldview were you and exposed to through this movie there's not it's you- certainly not cheap to make a movie but i feel like when you're putting so much focus and financial whatever you have like into like the whole cgi aspect mm-hmm. of like the creating all these things it's like it's almost kind of like a waste of time and money when you know like yeah all that stuff is super cool but like it's not though really you ever seen mm-hmm. homeward bound or like yeah those other like damn that's dirty shit. harry <laughs> like even if it's a movie you don't agree with the politics like even if john wayne is a conservative psycho like that's a movie star mm-hmm. all these fucking marvel guys are like made of soy protein assembled in a lab in el segundo chris evan what the and fuck is and that like, to what a certain extent, Charles like Bronson. they all have bodyguards, so they're not all actually doing and putting themselves in this. Yeah, like, Steve McQueen like doubles. flew airplanes in and out of Santa Paula like on fucking coke, and no. was like crazy and like race car guy. Like he actually did all that in Bullet, like one yeah. of the greatest films ever. Like yeah. these greatest are cha- greatest car chase scene ever. Like, yeah, well, Steven awesome. Seagal out for justice. Remember the Jamaican <laughs> car chase scene? <laughs> and goes, yeah, they, they go in the mall. Who is this? You tell me you're going to kill this woman? I don't know this woman. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. With Steven Seagal. Even, okay, even Seagal when he was like not making movies in like breakaway states in Romania, when he was like actually a Hollywood guy, 
those movies, even though he's like the most flat wooden actor of all time, there's something unique about him. Exactly. And there's something unique about the film that you can't get anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. a Steven Seagal film. He's like using a keto and he's like talking like a black guy and he's like wearing like a, a frayed like Southwest turquoise jacket and he's like, hey man, you guys got a fucking problem with me and my homies? But man? that's like a worldview. Even if no. it's like totally unhinged and no, doesn't like make any sense, Chuck it's a worldview. You know what I mean? He's like that, like yeah. He's like if Ch- if you were watching Chuck Norris and then ate some psychedelics and you would turn in, <laughs> you know, to it's that. Ben, it's not a worldview, it's a mindset. Steven Seagal mindset. There you go. Seagal mindset. Hell yeah. Punisher Skull is interesting because you see the ones, the variant where they put the blue line down it. Yeah. We're talking about origins. That's okay. The Blue Lives Matter flag, thin blue line, comes yeah, from film. thin red line, mm. which is a painting, a British painting depicting the Crimean War, where there's a line of red coats, a musket line, fending off a charge from of Russian cavalry of Cossacks, mm. Cossacks. So it's like that's inherently when you thin blue line, you're saying like we're the military. Yeah. Well, we're, also the the connection that I made in my head. There's a really famous um, true crime documentary from the late 70s, I think, um, called The Thin Blue Line that's all about, um, you know, a police conspiracy to cover up, uh, you know, to lie under oath and basically frame someone for a murder that didn't commit it. And then the, the film uh, basically, you know, they get these the, the guy who was the guy who was, you know, in jail for the murder. He's kind of giving interviews and saying he didn't do it. And then they get the guy who the person in jail thought, you know, framed him to eventually admit to doing it on camera and there's this whole police cover-up and that's kind of where the I think the American context for the thin blue line comes from but it's all about you know police misconduct in the in this one instance so it's interesting that the thin blue line flag name comes from that and like that ideology comes you know well, at the, least the whole premise is, is like it's we're the only thing between you and the fucking raging hordes. It's like the sheepdog mentality. It's, it's like, like scared suburbanites who are like, man, if those police didn't hang out in the fucking El Pollo Loco parking lot and harass 18-year-olds, my they would come for my flat screen, dude. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the rampaging Mad Max hordes would... Would make would burn down my faux terracotta three story mansion in Paso Robles if we didn't have the police, fucking um, beating up migrant workers and dumping them in ditches. Like yeah, man, fuck, I need I need the police. If it wasn't for the, man, if those guys weren't like you know shooting um, teachers in the back, I don't know if I'd be able to uh, enjoy this popcorn chicken. So, gotta have we need we need the police. We love our police. Men and women of law enforcement. Have you listened to Counting Crows? Right? They, they paved paradise. They put up a parking lot. And that's the thing. I mean, you have Steve. Steve, you know Steve. Steve Bannon, great guy. Maybe I've, maybe I had a drink. Maybe I had a smoke. I don't know. What's next? Boom. Well, I, th- I think that does it for uh, this episode of the pod, unless you guys have anything else you'd like to bring up and talk about. I, I, have, I have, like, one little last little thing going back to, like, the Olympics. Is what sport would you guys do? Like, if you were to be in the Olympics, like, what sport would it be for? Mm. Let us know. For the fans and for us, I want us to answer real quick. Like uh, you said, you said like the sledding shit would be insane. Well, are we talking? Are we talking summer Olympics, winter it can be Olympics, whatever. or both? Either summer or winter. Um, I'd like to do curling because it's a drinking game. You just hang out with your friends. Seems pretty easy. You just <laughs> I sweep my force all every fucking day. That's a great answer, Cam. Curling. 
You know, I think it would be like a hard, hard decision either between like, I think it would be, honestly, like, what is it called? The bobsled? Bobsled? Yeah. Bobsled. Bobsled. I feel like I kind of have like a decent body for that. You actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd fit in that. Cool Except maybe I'm too too tall. Like, I'm pretty old. No, you nah, gotta, you gotta, you gotta get have a pusher. Start. You gotta get a The guy who pushes is big. Yeah. yeah. More mass gets more speed downhill. That's true, but mas, like... Mas. <laughs> yeah. I think that <laughs> would be crazy. <laughs> but also, just like... I I think just... If I had the actual skill to do it, the snowboarding shit... Mm. Like being, able, being able to throw down like that off jumps, yeah, that shit would be insane. It's pretty incredible what they do. Flying tomato, brother. But also like Chloe the injuries King. on the at, at that level. Like, oh, you I'm not can even totally worried about that. that. But we're not even worried about injuries. We're not worried about that. Ben, what about you? We're just hitting it. Tennis. Um, <laughs> oh man, this is a tough one. I was gonna say bobsledding, but you took that one. You can you can totally um, agree. I'm gonna say long long jump skiing. I think that's really fucking sick. It's it's like because I was gonna say biathlon, but that Ooh. event is so fucking long. Like you're yeah, doing that for yeah, so yeah. long. Like no, it would be like a Zen moment vibe, but you don't get to hang on the Olympic Village. Yeah, exactly. You're doing this whole thing. But <laughs> the skiing the skiing long jump is just like you get like three chances to go as far as you can. You guys and then it's just like you're, you're good. Over. And then that you would go be drink really fun. with the Russian guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my answer to long jump skiing. Alright, Ben, what's your final thought? Final thought is uh we're appreciative of all of our fans and anyone who has made it this far in the episode we really appreciate you listening join the motherfucking discord y'all get on the discord again what what's the discord the discord is called 805 and it's the 805 and revolt discord so mess if you are interested in getting on the discord it's an invite only situation at this point so message the instagram message the twitter reach out to any one of us and we will get you that link and get you on the Discord and get you connected because it's a fun... Let me tell you, folks, there's a lot going on in the Discord that just isn't for prying eyes, and we're really trying to build a community, a group of people... Of operators. Yeah, a group of operators that can get work done. of elite operators. Exactly. So if you want to join this squad, join this elite unit, hit me up. It's time to earn the patch, kid. Um, Let me say my final thought. You're on Spotify now listening to us. When you're done, go on the search bar. Type in through and through. T-H-R-U. T-H-R-U and T-H-R-U. Rolling Stones. Listen to that song at max volume. Lie down. Close your eyes. Boom. Final thought. Ben, talk him out. All right, this was the 805 and Revolt podcast. Thank you again for listening. We are coming to you from Ojai, California. Um, I am your host, Ben Cohen. I'm Sam Bean. Cameron Atkinson. We'll see you next time, folks. Oh, my favorite show. <laughs>